There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Gabe, you have not realized your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the podcasting galaxy. I'll never join you! If only you knew the power of the dark side. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your co-host. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your co-host. No! No! That's not true! That's impossible! Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to Facing Off, a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar and we compare, contrast, and rate them. I am one of your hosts, Gabe. And I am your other, one of your other hosts. Oh, I can actually say that on yeah. this one because there's two of us. That's true. Because Kane is here. Yeah, and so let us introduce Kane Holloway. Hello, hello. Best comedian this side of the Mississippi. Sorry, Ooh. Kelsey. Oh, uh, burn. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Kane Holloway is one of the hosts of the Well Actually podcast, something I've frequented. Yes. Um, so tell Don't, us a little bit about yourself. Oh, hello, everyone. Um, I love uh, the color red. I enjoy uh, Disneyland up to a point. Okay. Um, <laughs> What's the point? The Toontown. I yeah. mean, who fucking needs it anymore, yeah, really? Yeah. And then I would right. say Star Wars Land is pretty awesome, uh, except for that 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 uh, Millennium Falcon ride. Complete horseshit. You stand in line for like six hours. I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. I haven't been it's there yet. Fine. Okay. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. What color milk did you get? I didn't get any milk. We didn't go to the cantina. <laughs> I thought we went. Do to Do they the have cantina? blue milk there? I don't know. It's a good question. I think they have yeah, a drink milk at like they a have bar. a drink that's blue. Yeah, you get to walk up to a, to like a space a sea lion and you press its its a uh, little reptile nipple and green milk comes out. That's are you I'm, for real? He's, no, he's no. Oh you. god, it's a bad I mean, part that we'll get. To that's you. the best part of the movie. I no. think. Oh, god. every single thing that Luke does is just it's so slapstick. <laughs> you can't. You gotta love it. You no. Gotta, we don't, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, so uh, in this episode, we're going to be doing two Star Wars movies. We're doing uh, The Empire Strikes Back versus The Last Jedi. Before yeah. we get into that, a couple disclaimers, because we've got to say this. We're not movie experts, and we don't claim to be movie experts. This no. is just our opinions, mm-hmm. and we are open to all opinions. Especially, I am open to opinions. Are I know you? I might yell about it a little bit. You, but. you know, I, I listen to the show. Great show thank by you. the way you guys uh and not, i'm not saying that just because you're my friend nick you're now a new friend of mine thank yeah. you it's a very good show um but you don't do your gabe siegel yelling you don't uh yeah, scream and holler at well, it's because i'm there yeah <laughs> if it was anybody else i feel like you just yell at them that's true i i am a little bit more calm with nick i, I don't know i guess because it's my you know a podcast i'm doing with nick i don't like 
want to come off in the angry way that sure. I normally am. You, know, you need to, to bring people, people in first. This is how my dad operates. You bring people in first, then you yell at yeah, them. Yeah, and then you... <laughs> and then you trap them. Now they have nowhere else to go. This is the podcast they yes. go to yes. for their movie uh, opinions and what they should right. and should not watch. Yeah. So this is... Yeah, step one is complete. Now mm-hmm. I just have to move on to what you just said. Now you yeah. can start screaming at me. Screaming yeah. and hollering. Nick, shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Telling <laughs> Nick he's no good. The other disclaimer that we have is... Is that uh, we're going to spoil these movies? So if you what? haven't seen *Empire Strikes Back*, shame on you. I, you know, I, I do respect your opinion. Do you? I don't respect you as a person. Oh. Uh, and Start then, with the shame. Backtrack to the respect. And, and this is perfect timing because Disney Plus just uh, uh, launched, and you can go and watch the *Empire Strikes Back* there, and the then free trial. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that just yeah. for this. Um, you got seven and days. Then, yeah. How much can you fit in? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna die in seven days. <laughs> uh, and then the Last Jedi is on Netflix, so please go watch that if you don't want those to be spoiled. That being said, Nicholas, let's hear a synopsis. Yes. So these two middle child Star Wars films share as many similarities as there are salt critters on crate. Uh, um, yep, they're salt critters. That's what they are. Sparkly. Yep, they're sparkly little boxes or whatever. Mm. Uh, both movies involve uh, the sneaky evacuation of fortified rebel bases. Both films involve the blink of an eye training of a young upstart Jedi by an old weird hermit. Uh, both movies uh, include ultimatums from the primary antagonist to the primary protagonist. They both say join or die, basically. Um, sure. Both paint Luke Skywalker as a whiny little man boy. Uh, Leia is force-sensitive force sensitive, uh, in both of these, and she's in charge of shit. And uh, both movies introduce us to several new toys. I mean, alien creatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Disney, for yeah. taking over the entire world. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. is. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah, Tauntauns, uh, Yeti guy. Yeah. The robot that I had, the robot that takes care of Luke when he yeah. needs to heal. Like, oh, man, look at all these little toys. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I had that but then, uh, because my brother had that. Yeah. yeah. And then Last Jedi just takes that to another level, and they just, like, porg it up. Yeah. Do you know why the porgs are there though? It's because yes, there's like puffins, puffins there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I still think it's like just keep the puffins there. Like you don't need to make porgs afterwards. It's not like the puffins came up to them. But puffins then... aren't aliens, they're birds. Yeah. yeah but people like, are gonna be like, why are there the background? puffins in there? That's yeah, but not they could just be birds in the background. That's not alien enough. You gotta know how <laughs> the, the, the 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 populace, especially however the world is, is like, hey, if there's puffins up there then my immersion into this film is complete shit. All right, you've sold me. All right, so people who like Les- La- The Last Jedi like it specifically who because are you? the porgs are there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, I know people were really excited for that reason. Yeah. Uh, cool, thank you for the synopsis. You know, You're welcome. Uh, you could just hear why we're comparing based on that. Yeah, uh, they're the middle merging. children. I, I do think like it, a big connection between these two is that it has stubborn and arrogant as fuck Luke Skywalker, as if the Return of the Jedi like never happened, um, where he's so cool and like calm in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so annoying as an old man. It it reminded me so much of his training with uh, Yoda. I've never understood why people were so upset that. Um, old Luke is um, the way he is. Like people are like, this isn't my Luke Skywalker. And even right. Mark Hamill during, yeah. during like I mean, uh, interviews like, during the release of the movie was like, this isn't my Luke Skywalker. Let's just reiterate something. Luke Skywalker is, is a, a big, is a whiny little man. Baby. He is the worst I'm, character. The I am entire, so happy about this. This <laughs> stupid fuck. 
he gets attacked, and then Obi Wan yep. is like. Go to the Dagobah system. He cool. says Dagobah, and then Luke's bitch ass keeps saying the Dagobah. Right. I got to go to the Dagobah station. Uh, <laughs> that's system his yeah. Tatooine accent, dude. dude. Come on, maybe it's his yeah, let's, lazy, arrogant. Let's go accent. to the Dagobah yeah, let's system. Yeah, be, let's be sensitive to those uh, to people with <laughs> the Tatooine Tatooinean yeah. accent. Tatooinean. But yeah. then he go he goes to see Yoda. He finds out that that this dude is, and the whole time he's like, "We're, we're, we're wasting time." Oh yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Wasting time, so and then and Yoda's you like, "You want me to do the impossible?" And then Yoda's <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I'm about to lift this ship like on my own. I'm don't, a frail little gremlin. Don't go in there with your weapons." And then immediately hooks his ammo belt. Yeah, to right. His, okay, so. What are you doing there? Yeah. What is the point Wait, can if I you're ask, not going to listen to it? Dude, anybody? Obi-Wan's Wait. basically just like, he's going to hand your ass to you, though. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm still going to fire up the converters, R2. And the R2's oh, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <Bummer. laughs> he is so annoying. So we'll get to that in a little bit when we mm. get into our categories. Um, so let's just move on into the categories. Uh, yeah. Just to reiterate, our rating system is a scale of one to seven, seven being highest, one being lowest, four being average or neutral in between. Um, and our categories, we normally do five categories. We are going to go back to our original categories. The Cinco. Yep. Uh, so that will be eye candy, actoring, spectacularity, originality, and legacy. Boys, are you ready to start? Yeah. Let us start with eye candy. Ooh. And okay. we will start with Empire Strikes Back. So eye candy is all the, the visual categories. So, you know, best cinematography, uh, uh, CGI, pr- production design. Right. Um, um, Anything visual, costumes, 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 makeup, makeup, all the all the things that your eyes are seeing. With, right, with you your are, eyes. Mm-hmm. Nick. Why don't you st- actually, Kane? Why don't you start us off? Oh sure. And we'll go to um, Nick. I gave it a seven. Ooh. Okay. Um, this is mostly for Yoda. Got it. Yeah, you know everything. You like initially, you're like that's a puppet. Yeah. But then everything Yoda does is uh, Frank Oz. Is Great. some sort of angel yeah. Yeah. brought upon this world to make us believe that puppets are actual things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yoda crouched down, He's a real rummaging boy. through uh, mm-hmm. Luke's shit with yeah. his like, yeah. you know, oh. his ass in the air. Amazing comedy from Yoda. Oh, fist fighting like, with this is like a really, really wise old, old creature. Mm-hmm. His comedic timing was incredible. Right. Well, he's had seven hundred years to practice his comedic That's timing. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I I like that the hut is super small. Yeah. Just because yeah. he's a he's probably the only person uh you know with the ability to think uh you know like a human being or whatever like yeah. everything else just seems to be an animal right mm-hmm. so him there's they're the only two life forms that can make decisions right on, on dagobah yeah, on, yeah on the dagobah dagobah so, dagobah dagobah uh cloud city is yeah. incredible to look at crazy yes. cool visuals Hoth is, is a beautiful snowy white uh yeah. then the the juxtaposition of the red laser beams Oh yeah, on mm-hmm. firing. Yeah, on hot is cool. really great. Uh, anything that happens in space, I think the only thing that's a little tough to look at, but still, I gave it a seven because there's a shit ton of uh, practical effects that happen in the movie. This is, is in 1980. Yeah, so crazy. when they're yeah. in the co- when they're in the asteroid, yeah, and they're inside that thing, right? Is it's a little fuzzy to look at, and it doesn't. There's nothing too striking yeah. about it, but that's really the only moment, and I wouldn't 
And down then it's for that. cool when they escape from that. Right. Yeah. So it's, it really doesn't. And the worm comes in. Yeah. So I, I gave I it. I don't a, understand like how that worm exists there. It takes up you don't most need of the to planet. Understand. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, you need yeah. to be a giant worm to understand. That's how true. There. That's true. Uh, I just wanted uh, some perspective. Um, uh, okay, that's good. You got any other like visual things you want to shout out? Like something that really solidifies why it's a perfect seven out of seven. For well, you? Uh, they change up the way um, everyone dresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone seems to be a little more confident in themselves, and yeah. that, and mm-hmm. their outfits reflect that. Mm-hmm. Hans' dope ass jacket that he rocks. Yeah. In so that most cool. Of the time. He's got like a double breasted shirt. Oh yeah, that's like just right. like his normal shirt is right. double breasted. And I was yeah, like, that's interesting. Cool. And Lando is, is draped in all blue, and it's a really striking. He, yeah. it's like blue and brown. It's like a really cool. It's kind of like the Denver Broncos. It is like, yeah, yeah. A little lighter, but uh, yeah, his costume is Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, his like... Lando's so fucking cool. Yeah, Lando's dope. And then his like robot butler boy that... um, Oh, yeah. With the the half moon. I had him as an action figure as well. They just shoot. They just look at each other. They have a lot of like eye looks in that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, it's like this bitch, and then the, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. robot's like, "Yeah, sir, yeah, this bitch." So uh, I would say a lot of painstaking time and effort went into making this movie look visually yeah. stunning. I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah. it was it was ahead of its time. Nick, what did you give it, and why? Uh, I gave it a six. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think it's perfect, but I mean, obviously for the time, it's like crazy. Yeah, it crazy holds up. I also d- never know. Just as a not an aside, I guess is yeah. This makes perfect sense. Every time I watch any Star Wars movie, like the old ones, I'm always like, is this the remastered one? Yeah, you can't really tell. The, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore, right. which is like whatever. Um, the only thing I echo everything Kane said for mm-hmm. sure. But then they uh, the one thing that makes it not a seven. Um, I just I just want to highlight this one little scene that I just laughed out loud at yesterday when I rewatched this. There's like a, I don't know when it is, but a TIE fighter kind of zooms by and like blasts something. And then like, it's almost like an afterthought that there's this tiny little explosion on the top of something. And it's just like, everything flies away. And then it's just this like, <laughs> yeah, I, know I have to like about. find, I have to find it. But I laughed out loud because I was like, what even shot that? Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. It's just like, there's little things like that. But I mean, the movie's made in what, 1980. 1980? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It holds up for being a movie made in 1980. The costuming is really great. Yeah, I like that you said that they're all they're all more confident in their their costumes really do reflect that. That is a good. Point. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. And I would also say too, um, what what maintains it a seven for me is this one is the one that Luke uh, George Lucas fucked with the least. Yeah, there's a lot really? like in Cloud That's why City. People like it the most. Yeah, yeah, in Cloud City, there's there's some. Er, early or late 90s early 2000s cgi shit that, that happens yeah. but it's only to expand what cloud city what he wanted cloud city to be right. without like, having the I technology yeah. back then right so i think that's the only yeah. the, the only fuckery with it whereas like a okay. new hope gets fucked with yep. it gets dismantled and put yeah. back together and it's it's just garbage now yeah now this is my favorite uh empire is my favorite Star Wars, Star Wars movie. same. And a lot of the reason is you get to see a lot more of the inner like workings of things. Like, yeah, you get it's to see good Darth world Vader's building. little like chamber. Um, yeah, that weird like, like dome that he meditates in. Yeah, it's so it's really cool. cool looking. Just lots of cool stuff in, in Empire. So that was a six out of seven. I am also giving it a six out okay. of seven. Um, I do think it's outdated in some ways, and that's not really like a really yeah, fair assessment, but it's just tough to rewatch in that way. There are like things that strike me as like not being great, 
Like the Tauntaun looks ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and uh, the Yeti, like I don't like that they used to do this little like editing cut. Instead of like showing you the violence or the action, they would like edit away from it. And then mm-hmm. the, you know, when Luke uh, slices off the Yeti's arm. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, yeah. none of this really like takes away from the movie. No. It's just something I noticed no. why I can't give it a seven. Um, I, I I do think that there were some really, really cool overhead shots of Hoth. Like the next morning yeah. when they're searching for Han yeah, and Luke. Yeah, that's a great scene. Really well filmed. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy that they made it 40 years ago, honestly, with how well they filmed certain parts. Um, I do enjoy the little like editing transitions that Star Wars movies are really famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other movies like we just uh, did Dude, Where's My Car? And they like kind of did Star Wars editing transitions. It just doesn't work. Doesn't work. But it really worked for this. Um, I just the the scenes I really want to point out visually, the whole battle on Hoth is so incredibly ep- epic. Yeah. Even though at ats or ATATs are like pretty useless because they can only shoot in one direction, mm-hmm. it looks really cool when they're zapping people like the X wings out of the sky. Yeah. Um, and I love when they use the harpoons to go around them. It's just really well filmed visually for that. I also like really. Um, I love the whole escape that Luke or not uh, that Han, Leia, and Chewie have when they're inside that worm. Yeah, and I uh, I'll get to that in spectacularity that I think they kind of like mastered some like terror in that scene. Yeah, um, but it, like probably my favorite scene in the movie, like full full scenes, are Luke's training. Like I loved watching Luke training with Yoda on his back and like flipping through the trees and then like that bothered me. Oh, I loved it. It's like it reminded me of the first episode of Dragon Ball Z when they're like (laughs) learning how to like get strong by wearing those turtle shells. And then uh, my favorite shot in the movie, it's very quick. It's right at the end when they need to uh, when Luke is hanging off of that rafter in Cloud City and uh, they decide to take the Millennium Falcon uh, and loop it back and it shoots up through the clouds yeah. and like loops it's back. Great, it It is yeah. a beautiful shot. I would yeah. love to get a poster of that. that so is that's great. A, a seven out of seven from Kane, six out of seven from both Nick and me. Let's talk about Last Jedi. Holy shit. I forgot that we hadn't talked about that yet. Uh, eye candy for Last Jedi. Seven. Whoa. It okay. is so beautiful to look at. Yeah. It is probably one of the most visually stunning Star Wars movies since um, I agree. any of them. The red, the uh, like the the red, uh, every red scene when they're on that fucking yeah. rebel base planet and uh, it's, it's all white. Crate. Crate. crate yeah. Stupid crate. I love the way they film that when the oh, ships yeah. are like touching it a little bit because they have to like <laughs> ski on and it. She's like, put down the rudder. And oh, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, that looks way more dope than before. Yeah. yeah and then way cooler. And then you cut over to when they blow the doors open and yeah. it's, it's now dragged. So the dirt's like dug into the dirt and there's these red lines yep. that yeah. that are now on top of black lines that are on top of red lines and then you, mm-hmm. you're watching people you're watching the um, what the, the first order walk in yeah. and it's such a beautiful shot uh, everything that that happens where where Luke and Ray are Beautifully shot. Yeah. The rain scenes are really, All the dog really great. Is great. Yeah, in yeah. Space. Oh, I agree. The, the the space fights. I think they're better than yeah. you know. That was something that was really done well in the prequels. That the space fights were like the only cool visual thing yeah. in the prequels. Mm-hmm. And I think that this kind of outdid that. Yeah, yeah. I think the Last Jedi does. Yeah, mm-hmm. Last Jedi. I like um, everything. Pretty much 
the entire saving grace, if the movie has any, yeah. is the fact that it is wonderful to right. look at. Yeah. And every the reds, the use of the the use of the color red, it seems very very thought out. Yeah, much more thought like out. The throne room scene. Yeah, too. yeah, way more thought out than the plot itself. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. I'm so I'm so excited to get into that. Yeah. So uh, it's it's like everyone. Their costumes are great. They're they're not too much changed from um from like the, the force awakens right there's no there's no real difference in them no however i still think that um the way that uh the way that this thing in, in, evokes is supposed to invoke feelings out of you is mainly done by how pretty it is i agree yeah yeah, yeah. i would agree i gave it i gave it a six but i'm like i don't this is I another one of the times where i'm like well why didn't i just give it a seven like what is it I, I can explain. I don't know. If, Why did you give it a six and not a seven? Because I was really close to giving it a seven. I, and I was sitting there like like yeah. uh, you were. I think here's my problem with it. Visually, it's spectacular. But there are things that Ryan Johnson does in terms of the visuals and the filming that took me out of it being a Star Wars movie. It doesn't feel... There are certain scenes that don't feel like a Star Wars movie. Like the filming in Canto Bite are like when it's like zooming through all those people. It's just like, I don't need Star Wars movies to all look exactly the same. I don't think you need to copy the same things. That's kind of the faults that were uh, apparent in The Force Awakens. But there's something about J.J. Abrams' like dedication to natural production design and filming it in a way that makes you almost return back to what it felt like to watch the original trilogy mm. is something I admired. Whereas this, there were a lot of visual shots that were cool, but they like didn't feel Star Wars. Like it just felt like its own separate thing. Right. Which I think that's okay. I just like, that's kind of what rubbed me the wrong way visually. Okay. And then, um, honestly, that's my whole point. I, I do... I do think that like visually the last scene is just absolutely incredible the way that they do the dust. I don't I don't like anything that happens in Canto Bite. Like or Blake. Did you just say the way that they do the dust? No, yeah, the way that they have like the red dust and stuff <laughs> flying up is a really cool shot. And some of it does feel like a natural Star Wars movie, but there are like certain scenes where he just got too visually ridiculous that it just took me out of it being a Star Wars movie. And, it, and this exists within a trilogy. That would normally be fine if it's like Rogue One doesn't look like a Star Wars movie, but the point of Rogue One was it was supposed to feel like an offshoot of Star Wars. So you could yeah, do that. But like this exists movie. within a trilogy. So it's just going to look way too weird when you go J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, because yeah. some of it because I, of I know why I gave it a six now. It's because of the alien nipples. So. Oh, Ugh. but those are really well done alien nipples. Yeah. They are. The there's, milk that comes out is really the well done. Yeah. There's something about it, uh, the fact that they're nipples on an alien reptile sea monster thing right. that uh, really rubs me the wrong way. And there's this, uh, yeah. there's this thing that Luke does that just doesn't lend itself well to a podcast um, where he, he presses his two... He presses his fingers on the nipple in in <laughs> such a uh, popping of a pimple. It way. looks like he's popping a pimple, and it you just know that you know that he's done it before. And he's like, "This is the best way to press the alien reptile sea lion's nipple to yeah. get the green milk to come out." Right. And then he swigs it, and he's like, "That's 
fucking good green milk. Well, right. yeah, and then he has and it he like all over his face, like he's Kevin Rose or my I'm mom. Use that scene as the one thing that bumps this from a seven to a six because it's just not okay that it's in the movie. Yeah, I just like it was like almost like a goofy scene, like his like smug what do you mean, face. Almost. It's not almost a goofy. The, scene. Everything the there, I scene in the movie. visually like. Uh, if I'm gonna talk about like costuming. Those nun caretakers, like what fucking movie did he think he was making when he put them in? <laughs> yeah, those are great. I, uh, I, I have to, what makes it a seven for me, if I gotta say, and this is a, a Luke thing, his beard. What a beard. Oh, it is that a pretty good beard. That is And the hair. Yeah. I love his, uh, I love that he changes slightly when he's his own like astral project. Like, right. holy he's shit. Like, you know what? A it's a six hair. now. I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot about that. I, I, I put it down. Visual moment six. when he brushes his shoulder off. Yep. I said, fuck you, yeah. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. What movie are you making? I completely forgot about him coming back. Did Jay-Z walk <laughs> in and tell you how to redo this scene? Dude. <laughs> I just so remembered bad. his fucking brown goatee and uh, and brown hair. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, you are so vain. Were we supposed to astral projection got a new haircut, a trimmed beard, yeah. and it and it, were we and supposed he, to believe he that he was hair. actually there? Like they made yeah. him look different, and I was like. That's not him. It's and I think it was supposed to make it <laughs> look him. like it was supposed to evoke this feeling out of Ray. Hey, remember this is the guy that you remember yeah. who almost yeah. took your life yeah. um, from a fleeting moment of, of panic. Oh, from Rilo? Yeah. Rilo? Kylo? Kylo? Kylo Ren. So I Kylo was Rilo Kylie, the ba- okay, sorry. Yeah. So Kylo was gonna come down and fight him because this is the representation yeah. of it. But he doesn't look that much no. different as an old He's the same old man. So when you're watching the movie, you don't know that going in. I, I'll never forget it watching in the theater going, did this? And I leaned, I was watching with my sister and I leaned over to her and I'm like, so did he stop and get a haircut yeah. and a, yeah. and a dye guy? job before yeah. he fucking rolled out here? Why does he yes. look different? I thought the so same dumb. thing. It was so silly. So it got a yeah. six for me just from that because it was, it took, nice. it sucked so me out of the movie. Down to six. Yeah. That's so there's lots. things is... in the movie that just bring me down. For me, it's the reptile nipples. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's the visual problems that we have with it. Let's move on to actoring right oh. now. Uh, actoring is a category that Nick and I came up with mm-hmm. that kind of uh, encapsulates everything about the characters in the movie. So was the well, acting we good? Yeah, we yeah. tried to. It's the acting. It's the, the acting. Directing, the writing. Right. It's basically, would, would, are the actors good? Are they believable? And were they given the tools to give the performance that they did? Yeah, perfectly said. Nick, why don't you start us off with The Last Jedi since we're already on it the for LJ. acting. The LJ for acting. I gave it a five. I don't have any above average. Slightly yeah, it's above. above average. I don't have any like major problems with it. I don't think that anyone's gonna like you know no one's gonna win any awards for this movie. But right. I thought it was all good. One of the things. Okay, so Snoke, Snoke, Snoke is. I always want to say Snope, like Snopes, the website. Oh yeah. Snoke is that's Andy Serkis. Government secrets, right? And stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's great in this. Yeah, he is. He's always good. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, so he's always it. good, but yeah. I, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, he's genuinely really good. I wish that he yeah. didn't fucking die. I love yeah. when he's... Even though it's cool. It's a cool scene. It's you actually just like the best really scene wanted movie. to see Hugh Hefner as an aging, decrepit yeah. he's, alien. <laughs> he's uh, he's definitely weird. just... Um, he's, he's a highlight for me, yeah. for sure, in terms of the acting. Fair. Yeah. Okay, uh, Kane, what about you? I also gave it a five. Um, but I, I kind of want to give it a four for, yeah, for Finn. Oh, I Finn. hate Finn, Finn, Finn 
for and uh, I, I I've never really seen John Boyega in anything else. He's good in Detroit. I, and he's yeah. in this other one. I'm I'm assuming he's a good actor. He got he got cast in the role, and uh, I don't want to yeah, shit on, but jobs. but Finn <laughs> is the single worst Star Wars character that's ever been put to screen ever. And I haven't seen any of the the cartoon stuff, and I'm sure there's other hateable characters out there. But Finn is the worst. And he charge on? Yeah, so the thing worst. is, I'm pretty close to yes. saying that. Yes, because I, yeah, I, yes. I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. Well, Jar Jar's character makes sense for him to be the way he is. Finn, it doesn't make sense how that character is as goofy as yeah. he is. Yeah. I don't care about people being like a black stormtrooper. Like, of course there could be a black stormtrooper. Who gives a shit? The thing is, yeah, no why would a stormtrooper that doesn't have any like, he doesn't have you know a backstory or anything? He doesn't know he's been brainwashed. He's a, he's trained to be you know he works sanitation, but then he's trained to be a soldier. Why would he be as goofy as Finn is? There's no reason. That doesn't make it's sense. Stupid. Yeah, the way that it's played, it's played for laughs. He yeah. and I don't know what he wants. Yeah, like I genuinely, he says what he wants. He wants to go help Ray, yeah. but Ray doesn't need your help. Right. Ray yeah. is doing her own thing. So Ray and, doesn't even really need Luke Skywalker's help. Yeah, yeah she's all awesome. you need to do is ask a few questions, and that's a big problem. Oscar Isaac uh, as um, Poe. Poe, Dan, yeah. Poe, yeah. Poe is uh, a bad character, also. Poe is He's given. Like half he is. A bad character. I like. Yeah, yeah. re- upon rewatching, I completely agree with yeah. you. Poe's a bad actor or a bad character. Uh, and Oscar Isaac, I mean, great ex actor. Machina. He's, uh, a, he's inside Lewin Davis. Inside Lewin Davis, he's um, phenomenal, and yeah. he's he's watchable in this. But yeah. that's because they don't give him much to do. So yeah. I'm gonna change. I was a five because it's still like the the goofy Marvel joke writing that they put in there. Yeah. At the at the the first scene, right? He rolls up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm waiting for to talk to the redhead guy." I'm g- I'm gonna talk about that in spectacularity. It, it you immediately yeah. get pulled out yeah. because of it the goofiness of that. Scene. No one pack theater. He goes, "Yep, still waiting." Yeah, fucking. I am on dead, hold for dead uh, silence. Dead no general quiet. Hux. Yeah, dude. so not funny. We were unbelievable. We just, Nick and I saw it together with our friends, and we were just. I was just trying to gauge yeah. everyone else's reaction because I was watching the whole <laughs> movie were, like, dude. what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's so funny because I, yeah. I, I, like, I remember vividly your face. I was You were just looking around angry. like, okay, no one else thinks this is funny, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is bad. What? I was just confused what was happening. We'll, we'll save that. Benicio um, Del Toro has a stutter. I don't uh, even know. But it's like a random stutter. It only is on certain words. It's the beginning of the every... It's like the beginning of some sentences. Yeah, he almost is like Hannibal Lecter with his stutter. Yeah. The chick from Game of Thrones, her character is severely underused again. Oh, my God. That's like... That was so clearly Captain Phasma was just created to sell toys. Yeah. So it's the lamest character. So it's all these actors who are either good or... Serviceable, yeah, and then they're put into roles, and the writing is just complete trash and garbage, and it makes yep. you not like. You're like you will remember that, and you can't like the movie, and all of a sudden you're like, these actors are bad now. Why I are they bad now? I yeah. honestly think it's yeah. Ryan Johnson's writing for a lot of it. I think okay, so I'm gonna give it a four, mm-hmm. just average. You know, okay. I would want to give it lower because of certain people. I think that Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are perfect in the new Star He's Wars. He's the movies. best part. Adam yeah. Driver's incredible. Anyone who was talking about him being too whiny in the fr- his ending in this, where he says, 
hey, screw the the empire, screw uh, or screw the first order, screw the rebellion, screw the light, screw the dark. Let's just control the universe together. That's the most Sith thing that's ever happened in For Star sure. Wars. Yeah, and. I, I, I love both of them. I think they do really good jobs. Yeah. What did you um, see? He says old thing. Let, let's let old, old things, things die. Old things die, right. Yeah. And then line. I, I just have to say, for me, I don't really... I fucking hate Mark Hamill as Luke. Like, I really like him in Return of the Jedi, and I think he handles it well early on, but like, there's something so naggy and annoying about Luke, and I think the problem in this movie... Because I, I, actually, I, I don't not like Luke. It's The problem for me in this movie is the writing for Luke because it makes it seem like Return of the Jedi never happened. Because Luke is all of a sudden back to being the little bitch he was in Empire Strikes Back. He's a little bitch. And it's then, like it's an unfortunate arc because like you know yeah. you can see how he got there, but you're like, oh, don't make him go back there. Like, couldn't we just have had a little bit of Luke not being? Like so, Lukey. Yeah, things. yeah. They had to figure out a way because for Yoda, it makes sense why Yoda's a recluse. Right. right. He, he's being hunted. Right. If he if he doesn't but stay he's hidden, still wise. Yeah. Yeah. He's still wise, and he's been in isolation for. Yeah. Him. He's a goofball. Yeah. yeah. But that's part of what else are you gonna do when you're all by yourself and you only have snakes to talk to? Yeah. Yeah. I would say the things that really bring it down to a four to me, I think that. Uh, Finn is one of the worst characters ever. I can't even like if I named every movie, I would put him at like the very bottom in terms of characters because I yeah. hate the writing for him. But then not only do you have annoying Finn who somewhat gets slightly better in certain parts of The Last Jedi, but then you pair him with an even more annoying and terribly written character, Rose. Rose is the worst. Who is awful. Yeah. Like everything <laughs> she does is so incredibly bad. And, then, and I don't want to. I wouldn't want to harp too hard on on the actress. She is again good. It's the right playing the they character. They give well, her yeah. the the worst shit. I totally agree. And and with Star Wars fans go you f- and bully her. So it's not her. No, it's not her. It's <laughs> it's for sure Ryan the act, it, the the material. I just yeah. don't. They made her too goofy and weird. Like I I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. And I also think like I love Donald Gleason. He is awful as General Hux. Yes. He is like so they it's like they took like a really nice ginger uh oh, and I then they happening. gave him like eyeshadow and made uh-huh. him act like a comically absurd oh, I villain. I see what's happening. Uh, he reminds yeah. you of a family member, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> Myself. He's so, he's so insecure and he's yeah. just like I, not He's just like doesn't come off. It yeah, it seems like a little kid in like a theater production playing a villain. Yeah. Uh so that's uh, uh what'd you give it, Nick? I gave it a five, but you guys okay. are making me feel stupid. So no, it's fine. <laughs> so that's uh, four is from Kane and I, and five from Nick. You Let's go on right. to Empire Strikes Back actoring. Oh, uh, I yeah, gave. Why don't you start? I kidding. gave that a. Uh, I gave it a six mm-hmm. because I really like. Uh, I love Frank Oz. Uh, the the sexual tension between Solo and Leia is really good. Leia is very very. Uh, and this is a thing that we'll, I guess we'll get into later, story plot-wise. But there's infighting, and you believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love. Uh, I love uh, Solo playing against Chewbacca. Uh, his relationship with Lando is great. Uh, Darth Vader is really good. Everything is great. 
The only person that brings it down is fucking Luke. Yeah. And his Luke. whiny, it really just is. listen to Yoda. You yeah. flew all the fucking way there. I wanted to, mur- I, every time he said Dagobah, I wanted to throw my TV go in Go fight over. Darth Vader, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> You're going to get your hand cut off. Listen to least. what he says. Oh, I have a question. You know when he goes into that like place, the dark place where he like learns, you know, he learns what the dark side of the force is? In The Last Jedi, you also have that mm-hmm. with Rey yeah. wanting to go down that hole. Does every planet have a dark place? Or was that set up as like a testing ground for darkness? Uh, like, is it yes, set Gabe, up by a, every planet has a dark place? Did yeah, you I not, guess Las Vegas did you not is go our to science dark school place here. Yeah. In school, dude. Yeah, that's true. One of the dude. Dakotas. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. probably south. every all yes. of Florida. Every state has yeah. at least one pit in which the dark side is revealed to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Valencia. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Bakersfield. Yeah, Sorry. Bakersfield. Just hot. Bakersfield, <laughs> California. <laughs> Bakersfield. Yeah, that's where Sorry you go to all our Bakersfield. California's listeners. dark hole in which you can see the dark side is in Bakersfield. Yeah. Or Mentone. Yeah. yeah uh, you'll go see that your family it changes every couple of years. Yeah, Mentone. Uh, yeah. Victorville. I think so. Nick and I. I think I just <laughs> noticed that Nick did this, and I did the same thing. I originally had it as a four. <laughs> I'm going to give it a five. I do think the problem, the thing is about Star Wars, like I'm not expecting, as you said earlier, Nick, I'm not expecting like Academy Award level performances, but there is something about every Star Wars movie where the acting is just slightly off from like a good standard level. Hmm. And I think some of Mm -hmm. it in Empire Strikes Back just is, it just feels outdated in terms of the acting. I don't quite know what it is, but the thing is, is like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher are so great it, the whole time. I mean, Carrie, Carrie Fisher, whatever, in The Last Jedi, she doesn't have a lot to work with. But Harrison Ford was fantastic the whole way through Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, yeah. he just handles the macho, arrogant, uh, kind of yeah. comedic character. There's so many good lines in Empire oh, Strikes. Oh, so Man. good. Part where he's like, well, Who's scruffy looking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, like... Uh, Oh, she says, uh, uh, being held by you is not enough to to make me excited or whatever. And he goes, well, I didn't have time for anything else. Yeah. And he, like, leaves the room. So uh, yeah. Good. That was good. I yeah. mean, I so I didn't really... So I originally gave it a four. You're right. You watched me scratch it out and change yeah. it to a five. Because nice. I'm like, I mean, I don't know... Like, I don't really think Carrie Fisher's that good in Empire Strikes Back. Interesting. I don't think she's that good of an actress in it. I yeah. But I do... But for some reason, I'm you're still compelled and you still understand, at least I did when I rewatched it, that she's uh, very uh, empowered in this movie. Right. Like she's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, you still, whatever she's doing, she gets that across. So it can't be that bad, but it's something about her. I'm like, eh, she's just not that great in this, but I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. There's like kind of bad side acting, you know, from some of the side characters. There's that one guy that's like two fighters against a star destroyer, but he says <laughs> in like a very weird, like, did you not practice this line? You have one fucking job. <laughs> like he's uh, reading two, two star up against a star destroyer. He just says it in a way where his face doesn't move. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really interesting. But you know who doesn't get enough credit? Chewie. No. The guys who get choked out. <laughs> oh my God. They're both pretty good at that. <laughs> those guys. Apology accepted. <laughs> yeah. And those guys are really like, they're going at at it, yeah. Especially oh, the fat guy. Domo Gleason is really good at that. I don't know what oh, they did man. to him in in the Last Jedi, but when Kylo Ren chokes him out, and he's like, oh, I like to th- I like to think that he like Ryan Johnson's going, hey Domo, open your mouth. 
<laughs> and then he goes, okay. And then he throws him like a, like a big bunch of like grapes or some like a, a, like a snack sized candy bar into his mouth. And they go action. And yeah. <laughs> Kylo's oh, supposed oh, to be choking. Oh my leader. god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my supreme leader. Oh, it's so good. All right, so that is uh, yours was a six, right? Yeah, I really I liked it. The yeah, the Carrie Fisher stuff is uh, I, it's not distracting enough for me to to think like yeah. Wow, yeah, she's, ultimately, she stinks. ultimately I think that's why I changed it. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. the it's just Luke being um, yeah, being Mark whiny. Hamill's His voice tough, is yeah. off and really jarring and. And frustrating to listen to, like yeah. that whole that whole sequence where he's like, "He told me enough." Yeah. Like, Ugh, okay, he all right. Don't, you killed him. Just don't do that again. And then he's yeah. like, "That's not possible." Like, God, no! Stop <laughs> so, making those noises. Like they were like, Mark. "What do you mean, old Ben?" <laughs> <laughs> Leia. I love that he ben. keeps calling him fucking Ben. Like ben. his name is Obi Wan. That was a fake name. But he's Ben to him. He knows dude. him as yeah, Ben. He, that's whatever. his. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, let's do spectacularity next. Whoa! Spectacularity. We're going back to that okay. uh, category. Is this about the engagement of the movie? Like right. how engaged you were? What uh, you know? Were you checking your phone? Were you worried about runtime? You do you know, notice and, the runtime? Yeah, do you notice it? Oh, yeah. uh, were you really into it? And, it, you yeah. know, these are movies that we had to rewatch, so um, it'll be interesting. So let's start Spectacularity. Since we're on Empire Strikes Back, let's do that. Okay. I gave it a six. Yeah. It's great. There's not a whole lot in it that I think took me out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite Star Wars movie. I don't know that it's perfect, because there yeah. are some little things that are not, that take you out of it a little bit, but yeah, no, I gave it a six. What about you guys? I give it a six as well. Um, I one thing I always talk about in spectacularity because I think it is like the beat of a drum in battle is the score and John Williams' oh, score in perfect. this one. It, yeah. It's like one of the best scores I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. um, it really keeps you engaged. Uh, I love the I especially love the music when the rogue pilots are searching for Luke and uh, Solo. Yeah, that's really I noticed that too. Yeah, it doesn't sound anything like that, but sure. it gets really <laughs> no. It is it. different than the other. It's different. It's different in like a, it's like very, it feels rushed, but also yeah. very heroic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like they're, like they're out adventuring to find them. And yeah. I, I, just one scene that I think like really, um, I think shows how well balanced the movie is in terms of engagement level is the scene when Han, Leia and Chewie are inside that worm. Because when the bats mm -hmm. first, the like intestinal bat shows up and like hits the Millennium Falcon, like I still jump when that happens when oh, Leia's yeah, looking yeah. out, and it's just like you're like, "What the fuck is going on? This yeah. is cool!" And they're being chased at the same time by right. Boba and other you can uh, hear bounty all the bombs. hunters. Yeah, it the was, Empire's method of trying to find people in an asteroid is asinine. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're moronic. I, yeah. uh, you know what we're gonna do? Uh, uh, get everyone to shoot them. Shoot all the asteroids. Yeah, right. Should we just shoot him or should we bomb him too? Bomb him. Bomb, bomb him, him. Shoot, shoot him, him. Everything. I could flip him. Uh, but our, but our him. ammunition. Our ammunition. Twist bomb him. Yeah. I just like how they... Blow they, it up. But I do <laughs> like that the Empire was not deterred by an asteroid field. Like, like right. Han was like, we'll go in the asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us. Yeah. Vader's like, we're going in there. Do not, I will choke you <laughs> to death. Yeah, if stop you, making me choke all you guys. Yeah, <laughs> do what I, I say do, and hey, get it fucking right. I don't want to choke you, but, <laughs> but I I'll choke you. you. Okay? Do you I'll think I you. like choking you? Yeah. <laughs> you just make me want to choke you. This is on yeah. you. Yeah, wait, what did you give? Uh, spectacular. I gave it a seven. Okay, but I, I'm always engaged by this movie. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. and, and watching it again, and I, I've had some time away mm -hmm. because before Disney Plus. 
you the only other option was to buy it on YouTube. You can't even rent it. But I, I would say that uh, I would say every time I watch it, especially all the Hoth stuff, is uh, is great. And I like how the movie the movie just starts. Yeah. The movie just you're in it. You yeah. know, you meet the crew. They're fucking chilling uh, in a you know, and their uh, their ski resort. And then all of a sudden, there's a battle that kicks <laughs> off. And then <laughs> and, and then they and then they roll into uh, two two diverging storylines. One of one is a Mad Max Fury Road car chase. Yeah. And then the other one is a, oh, that's is a training about. montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they both they all come together at Sky City and you I you have to pay attention. Right. Really, the only lull is the again the worm part in the asteroid field, but it's so minute and small right, that it doesn't. It's not that big of a deal for me to not give it a seven. Right. I think <laughs> they. I mean, they. I think that's a good point because they yeah. do put in the story is so well structured that there are so many different obstacles that each of the people have to run into. Right. Yeah. And I think that keeps you engaged, wanting to know like how they're going to get through it and what's going to happen. And then you get. I mean, there's literally no moment where you're like not engaged because you get all the way to the end and find out i mean you have to imagine like when people originally watched this in 1980 like you get to know that darth vader is actually luke's father and that just is like what i want more of this right now and then they had to wait three years um okay so let's let's move on quickly to uh spectacularity for the last jedi okay so Kane, since you were already talking, let's let's sure. hear what you have to say about that. Uh, I gave Spectacularity a six because it's still a... Or wait, oh, that's way too high. What are you talking a fi- about? A five. Get out of your house. Sorry. Five. <laughs> I, gave it a, I gave it a six initially because I was just looking at the idea of spectacular. Like the, there's like spectacular things. Right. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's then, what we're talking about in eye candy. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so I, I, I messed those up. So five. Yeah, uh, the reason it's a average. five is because there's still yeah. some great... You know this scene with Ray and and Kylo when they fight off those the guards. Throne room, yeah. throne room is 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 cool and striking, and um, it's really the only point. You know, as I keep thinking about it, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a one. Whoa! <laughs> okay, gonna, wait, hold. I'm up. giving you it just a went one from a six to a five <laughs> to a one. Yeah. So the reason I give it a one because the more I think about it, I don't like this movie yeah, at all, I, no, and I don't like it. I don't like it good. for a, it was a tough rewatch. Not just a Star Wars movie. I don't like it as a movie. Uh-uh. The decisions that every character, like like in Empire Strikes Back, there's a lot of infighting, but they're still working together. Yeah. There's infighting between Yoda and and Luke, but they're working for the same goal. Right. Everyone has the same goals. The, yeah. the, there's infighting with the Empire. Darth, again. He's choking out all these dudes because they don't seem to be doing the things that he's asking for. But at least they're all trying to get to one single goal. Right. And uh, some fail, some whatever. In this movie, I have no fucking idea what people want. I don't know what what the, the big boss man wants. I don't know what I don't know what Kylo wants. I don't know what Ray wants. I don't know. Nobody is, and then no one's working together. There's infighting between no. Ray and yeah. Luke, but they don't. There's nothing. There's no fucking thing they're getting to. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree. I gave it a four just because it's a Star Wars movie. So yeah. all okay. of the like, I, I like. So I really want it to. I really want to know what's going on. But you brought up a great point that I wrote down when I rewatched it. There's a space mutiny in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Poe orchestrates a mutiny yeah it is the lamest shortest lived mutiny 
ever. Ever. Yeah. Could have been, I mean, the word space mutiny makes me salivate. Wow. <laughs> space oh, mutiny could be the coolest thing ever. Doesn't? And it doesn't, nothing yes. happens. Dude, shut up about your damn moon yeah, pirates. Yeah, we get it. Your pro ad astro agenda has been duly noted. This has been, this is a thread through two different podcasts and episodes. Okay. But but seriously, you. there's a space mutiny that could have been the coolest thing, and it it wasn't, and right. that's so sad to me that a space mutiny in Star Wars sa- makes me salivate, and it's n- it's nothing. Yeah. It's a it's a moot point in the movie, and it's yeah. like, dude, really, you squandered a space mutiny. Yeah, yeah. I wrote um, down a lot to say. I'm just gonna kind of shorten it. Uh, I'm giving it a three, so slightly below average. I do agree with the Star Wars aspect of it gets me yeah. in, and I really do like the throne room scene. I was like just very engaged during that. I, I like anything with Kylo Ren, to be honest, uh, and Ray uh, as a character. Um, but the thing that takes me out engagement wise that really bothers me about this is the comedy. Yeah, totally. I went into this this movie hyping it beyond I've you know I used to hype I, I hyped Force Awakens way too much before and then I did it with this I hyped this so much because it was Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. writing and directing it Ryan Johnson who's made Looper Brick the best TV episode of all time Ozymandias and yeah. and the Fly and like great great episodes of Breaking Bad but they're always dark they're mm-hmm. very dark things there's no humor or anything. And so I went in being like, wow, this is going to be like Empire Strikes Back. It's going to be the dark middle it's chapter. It's called The Last the, Jedi. The Last Jedi. Like, like, they have everything in the trailer is dark. You watch the movie, first scene, there's the comedic, like, almost prank call that Poe Dameron does. Yeah. Uh, which I'm like, there's a guy who literally says, I believe he's tooling with you, sir. <laughs> is this Star Wars? Who the fuck says tooling? Are yeah, like, jerky. Yeah, he's, I think he's, <laughs> sir. I think he's trolling you. I think that he, is, <laughs> he's a maga dude. Uh, no, and then there's like, like every Star Wars has always had like really corny humor, but not like absurd, almost parody yeah, type humor. Totally, like yeah. there's a, the one moment that I really hate is when Luke is training uh, Ray and he says reach out and she literally reaches out. And then he's like, "Do you feel it? Do you feel it?" Oh my god! That and he's like so showing annoying. her. He's like putting a branch between. He's like, "It's a force." She's like, "Oh my god, I feel it!" And then I was like, "Why? Who allowed this to keep going? The stuff with the caretakers. The caretakers on the island are like they look like they're in the movie Your Highness with James Franco oh, yeah. and Danny McBride. They look like these horrible creatures. It's very Monty Python. They're, yeah, and there's oh, the moment yeah. where she... There's a really, really cool moment where where Ray is training with a lightsaber on the rock and Luke is like really impressed with her powers and then she overdoes it and slices this rock off and the rock tumbles down the mountain and then they decide to turn that into a comedic moment where it knocks the cart out of one of the caretakers. Right. Like, And you don't care about the caretakers already and you think... You you think as you're watching the movie, oh so <clears throat> Ray keeps fucking some shit up. She blows a hole in the in right. the wall and yeah. she like does she lands on some shit and it's all fucked up. And so then she does this cool moment where she is in control and out of control and then right. it turns it into uh, oh she keeps messing with these alien nuns. right and, <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh they wah, don't like, they don't wah, like wah, me wah. yeah it just it feels like a sitcom that's yeah. such a good point silly I have to say even though I I timed it this time even though everything on Canto Bite actually happens for eighteen minutes of a oh I do need to uh, to say that this is a two and a half hour movie and it fucking feels like it yeah mm-hmm. um, but the everything on Canto Bite even though it's eighteen minutes feels like it's the whole movie 
It's terrible. The I, whole escape. I hate Canto Bite. I yeah. hate so it much. The the whole escape on the on those like horse. By the way, they freed all of the like enslaved horse things, but they didn't okay. free the enslaved children. Okay, so yeah. here's the thing. They kind of free them. Well, they're, yeah, they're just on one part but of the they island. Also, unless I mean I don't know, they're alien like goat llama horse reptiles or whatever the hell they are. Uh, they free them, but those things plow through multiple panes of glass, entire walls, yeah. an entire building. Yeah. Yeah. Like they all must leave there just bloody and broken. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you like released a bunch of scared animals after I watch it. And they all just like, yeah, yeah. they all just bash themselves through the wall, probably because the scene sucks. And that's the only thing you do is bash it's your head through a wall. Yeah. Unbelievably stupid. It reminds me of the prequels. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the like dumb scenes in the prequels. I just like... The thing that really bothers me is that there's nothing important happens in mm. there. The only important revelation you get is that these rich uh, asshole people are selling ships to both the rebels and to the Empire and the First Order. Yeah. And you don't even find that out until after they leave. So why the fuck were they ever in Canto Bite? I hate it. I hate the whole scene with Maz like on the little teleprompter doing oh the God. video. She's like, I, I have don't do that. Just have her talk to us. <laughs> she FaceTimes with them real yeah, quick. She's like, FaceTime. How the fuck is she FaceTiming and flipping through like rooms? I'm, we got to move on. I'm going <laughs> to lose my mind. You could spend all day talking about it. Yeah. Movie. So that's a one from Kane yeah. uh, and a four from Nick. Is that the first ever one me. anyone's given on this show? By anyone, no, I mean I gave you it or one. me. Or no, you gave it one to Suicide Squad for something. Totally. Yeah, I think it was eye candy. Because that movie's a heaping um, pile of okay, garbage. Okay, let's move on to originality since mm -hmm. we're on The Last Jedi. I think this could be a pretty quick one. I wrote down a lot, but I'm just going to ignore it. Oh, um, I think I also gave this one. A, yeah, I gave it a one also. Oh, wow. Um, the reason being is because it so badly doesn't want to be Empire Strikes Back, and it doesn't want to be Return of the yeah. Jedi. It doesn't want to be uh, anything that you think is going to happen. So then it writes itself into a corner where it tells you a bunch of things and then doesn't reveal any of it to be at all necessary throughout the entirety of the, not just, not just the Canto bite scene, that entire, the, the, you, sh does, does anybody actually get the, the feeling that Ray learned anything no. from Luke? No. no. Luke taught her fucking nothing. He no. sat there and he pouted and then she left. Right. And the reason she left is because she thought, and like we all thought, it was going to be her and Kylo. Kylo was going to come on her side. Right. And it felt like that was going to happen. And there was this moment where... And now, what would have what switched it, and I probably would have loved the movie, mm. is if Kylo said, you come with me and we'll rule the galaxy together. And she did... Yeah, complete change the game. Completely I, different movie. And that's what he should have done. Yes, yeah. I thought that that was I. I would I 100 percent agree. Yeah, but that's she doesn't do that. I was trying to say she does what, <laughs> and this movie is trying to pride itself on being something that hey, we're uh, subverting your expectations, yeah. mm -hmm. and then it doesn't do that with Ray. It no. actually does what we expect her to do. We expect her to be the good guy, and then she does the good guy thing. Yeah, and then it leads to an ending. Where a bunch of people, a bunch of people have died. Yeah, a lot of so people many. have died, and they're all on the Millennium Falcon, laughing and nudging each other. Right. Oh, what a funny, what a weird day we had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene where Carrie, Fitt, where <laughs> Leia is like, someone says to her, "Oh, we're taking heavy casualties," and she just looks sad-ish. 
for a second, and it's like, dude, the whole movie is heavy casualties. It's yeah. like they the go rebel, from like a rebel, rebel <laughs> like a big rebel army to like ten people. Yeah, yeah. Just like, we're taking heavy casualties. I just wanted to be like, yeah, no shit, we're taking heavy yeah. casualties. We've been doing that since uh, two hours and fifteen minutes ago. Like, yeah, um, they try to get to the the base, yeah, the yeah. rebel base, and no that one's there. Point. That they say that way too late in the movie. Yeah, we're taking. It's like when someone, like a couple guys on the like speeders on the the salt planet. Yeah, get hit and so they're like, we're taking heavy casualties. It's like there's 16 of them. Right. What are you talking about? Oh, oh god, the fucking the salt thing. Salt thing is the exact same thing as the uh, as the mirror snappy yeah. who's raised parents it's the same oh, yeah. cool it's so visually, but it's like yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, it's also so heavy handed yeah. yeah it's like we're salting the, the we're salting the earth of your expectations oh that's yeah. what it was damn look dude. it up I'm damn. not I'm not, that's not like a that's no. not like a thing I noticed where like who I wonder I read that Oh. oh, dude! Really? He did that on purpose. See, because for me, he's good with that. Like the <laughs> yeah. episode, "The Fly" of Breaking Bad, yeah. he's really good at yeah. symbology. Symbology? Symbology? I wombo, you wombo. <laughs> hey, we made up actoring and spectacular. That's true. That's true. Uh, can that be a new? I, I gave, what did you give it? I gave it a three in originality, yeah. and and I wrote down here: Salt Planet. Did they run out of other shit to put on the planet? Because like they're like. They have all the other planets, I feel like, at this point, and they're just like, someone in a boardroom is just fucking... Yeah. Salt? <laughs> and everyone was like, eh, yeah, I mean... Salt planet. Salt, salt is like Hoth, but not snow. Right. Yeah. Someone was like, yeah, okay. And it's kind of just empire in reverse. Yes. Like, yeah. there's a white planet and a heavily fortified base that they need to escape from while they're walkers, and then it just kind of goes in reverse. You know what else it is? It's it, it's like Mad Max Fury Road, but slowed way the fuck down. Yeah. Yes. It's and the longest chase in the world. Yeah, there is one scene that I think is original. I should have put it in eye candy, too, that I, I think is a maybe one of the best parts of the movie is the hyperdrive through the Empire. Yeah, yeah that's a cool the, thing. I don't awesome. like anyone that is like, what? How could that happen? It's like, dude, this dude, is shut Star up. Wars. Shut up. Things explode in space. Yeah. It's literally not possible yeah. for there to be fire <laughs> in space. That was a really smart thing. I think that was really clever of him to put that in there. Uh, I also gave it a three. I know we it's always agree not... on this shit, but I just think that ultimately it just everything about this movie just feels like it's out of place. This is a movie that's supposed to be in the middle of of a trilogy, and everything is taken out of that trilogy. It just feels that's fine. Make an offshoot movie. I know he's about to. Uh, he had that deal that he was going to do with three other movies. I don't know who the fuck allowed that to happen, but <laughs> I respect the idea of like separating it and taking it in new directions, but not when it exists in the middle of a saga. And also the new directions that he took it didn't even work. He wrote himself in the corners, as you mm-hmm. guys said. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, I, I think like if anything, if he had made it dark, it would have been perfect. But instead he abandoned that to just try out stupid humor for the first time, make a fairly foolish storyline that doesn't make much sense, and then take really dumb narrative risks that don't work. One of them being, why the fuck did he have... I know that they had already filmed stuff with Carrie Fisher for afterwards. Just kill her. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> Carrie Fisher, just rest in peace. You're an ama- you were an amazing person. You died, Leia should die. There's a really beautiful moment where Ben Solo, Kylo, decides not to kill her and then she yeah. dies. Yeah. Or, or she looks like she dies and she's floating in space and it's this beautiful like 
visual send-off for a great character. <laughs> yeah. And instead, they marry Poppins her back to the ship. And when that was happening, I was like, who, who allowed this to keep going past the writer's room? And then... Um, like this chick is old as hell, and she just suddenly figures out how to use the force. Why the fuck? No, she's force sensitive in in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, she's force sensitive. She's she not doesn't, using yeah, she it doesn't to survive space. And then I don't even know what how you could use the force. I don't know. Also, <laughs> you another thing is you could have killed off Finn, one of the worst yeah, characters. He have. has this moment where he, he's gonna be a hero. He's stubborn and he's like, "No, I'm gonna save the day and go into the battering ram." He goes right in. He's about to hit it, and then Rose gets Rose comes out of nowhere. Hits him with her ship, which could kill both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was in there. And then she says, this, she saved him, and that's how they would win. Because you're fighting for what they love. You know how else you win? By stopping the First Order, which you would have been able to do with the battering ram. They wouldn't have had right. to escape using Ray's like, perfect uh, force. Yeah, what was, think, what like, was her follow-up option there? I don't know. Like it doesn't make any sense. You're gonna you're gonna save the guy yeah. you hate because now you're in love. Yeah, she doesn't hate Finn. Yeah, she did. Well, she was mad at him. She doesn't hate him. You you would if she you, loves him. well she, she saves him, him. But what does she like? She saves him from harming himself so that they potentially just could get stepped on by right. yeah by an ATAT yeah. or whatever the I don't I don't I I just like the writing of this movie. I I just think is unoriginal. Uh, I think that he did take cool risks, narrative risks, and I, I respect that. But I think that ultimately he just abandoned a lot of the, like, the dark risks he could have taken to make a goofy, nonsensical movie that now J.J. Abrams has to like scramble to fix. Yeah. A lot of toys, uh, though. Yeah, a lot of toys. Lot of okay, toys. so that's a one from Kane and yeah. threes from Nick and I. Let's talk about originality quickly about uh, The Empire Strikes Back. That one gets a hard sace from me. A six. Six. Okay, interesting. Uh, original seven. I'm a seven as well. Yeah, seven. Oh wait, no, actually six. Oh, I don't know. We really. Oh, you know what agree. it is? What? I, didn't, I didn't write it down. I think it was that. Uh, it is really original. I kind of wanted to give it a seven. The thing is, is that I think a new hope is like a seven because the we really just never had something like Star Wars, and then mm-hmm. we had that out of nowhere. Whereas I think Empire Strikes Back, like has to use a lot of a new hope to push forward as a as a story and i think that's why i put it down i think it's a seven because it takes what we already know but you can watch empire strikes back on its own you don't need a new hope because it gives you a it gives you an idea of the world without having to actually tell you the events of the first place like they don't reference the death star they don't reference Tatooine. they do reference obi-wan kenobi but obi-wan's there but obi-wan is there they do reference uh, uh, Darth Vader says it to Luke when he says that you know mm. you can be struck down or whatever oh, and be like defeated I like I did with Obi Wan. Okay, so fair. you can just through context of dialogue, yeah. you can. So, so it doesn't need a new hope to be a good movie because on its own you find out that these characters live in this world. You're and you're launched into it, and you just have to keep up, and you have to you have to be. You know, you have to just watch the visuals and hear hear what they're saying to get the context from previous lore. Same way you do in A New Hope. They talk about the Clone Wars. They talk about Anakin Skywalker, the Force. Mm-hmm. All these things that we are just j- jumped into. And that's why I think it has a seven because not only does it just, it doesn't need the, A New Hope, but also broadens 
the world. It, mm-hmm. it shows you new landscapes. It shows you uh, it shows you bounty hunters. Uh, it shows you the the costumes designed for the Empire or a much more striking the stormtroopers yeah. still exist yeah. but there's other you forms Lando, you have yeah lando's yeah. great and that whole the hierarchy of of the city and yeah how, totally. how how a cloud city exists yeah it's like a gaseous planet yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever they say it yeah, it sets they, up they talk questions a bit about like where she says like oh you have a mining operation he's like no it's actually like small enough that nobody even notices us out here or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. I also just like think the father son storyline like is just oh, it has been done by everyone. It's not like the most original thing, but it was like no one had had a twist like that in a movie. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> the fucking twist. And they that and was it's a the cliffhanger most, too. That yeah. was the most talked about thing yeah. of of that era Fuck. was the fact that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. That has never been done before. And it was so it was such a monumental moment yeah. that they had to follow it up with Jedi. By making they, there was no there is no way that Leia and Luke are brother and sister. There's no way. I was saying that to Nick on the mm. way over here. I don't know if they when they made the Empire Strikes Back if they knew that they were brother and sister. No, they they were not brother. There's and some sister. weird force connection, but I think it's more that Luke reaches out to her specifically. Right. So maybe she's not like you said she's force sensitive. But yeah, like maybe she wasn't really. Maybe Luke was the one reaching out to her. For what her. a yeah. weird ass fucking love triangle that if George was like, yeah, they're brother and sister the whole time. They probably then you're like, then you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> why uh, do that? Nick, why did you give it a six instead of a seven? I don't know. I'm just going to change it to a seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm holding down the Changing six. Mine. I, I like what you said. Uh-huh. I, I just think that something like a new hope is just more original to me. It's just like they just created this out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Um, but you fuck, would. I'm like so close to seven. I'm, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, as stubborn It as was Luke. the, uh, in isolation argument that you made. You're, yeah. but you get, it exists in, it could exist in isolation. You don't have to watch the yeah. other movies. You know what? I'm going with a seven. Yes. Thank you, Kane. That's what I do. I change hearts and minds, yeah. get my CD, can't see straight. Well, okay, and and so the other thing is it's original in that I, I feel like the last Jedi just copies so much of Empire. I do agree with that. And I think that there are a lot of things that would copy certain things from Empire. Because it makes sense. You want to copy things from Empire. It's copyable. And also it copies copies Return of the Jedi. It really heavily copies Return. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, Okay, so that is a seven all around for that. Uh, Let's finish this off with Legacy. I think this could be a pretty quick thing. Sure. What's the Legacy for Empire Strikes Back, Nick? Le- the, so the legacy for Empire Strikes Back yeah, is... Well, is it going to be... Has this movie been talked about? It, will it be talked about? Uh, does it stand out in the history of movies? Uh, yeah, it's got one of the most famous lines in cinema history. Yeah. yeah. I am your father. Uh, one of the most misquoted That I just lines. butchered at the beginning of this. Well, one of the most misquoted lines ever. Yeah. Because people think it's Luke, I am your father, but it's no, I am it's, your father. Yeah. Even in Tommy no. Boy, he fucks it up. Oh. It's like one of your favorite movies, isn't it? I Tommy love Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is good. Your head's got the um, shell on so it. So I gave it a yeah. seven in, okay, yeah. in Legacy. I don't see why. Uh, what did you give? A seven. Yeah, I gave it a seven, too. But I, it, it's pretty quick. And thing. the other thing, too, about it is um, somebody somebody did this about Halloween 2. Yeah. Uh, they made a video on YouTube about how Halloween 2 did something to the franchise, and they really royally fucked it mm. by making... Um, by making Michael and Lori, brother and sister, you fuck the world what? because then it makes it seem like it makes it seem like only Michael wants to kill his family members yeah. instead of just being this 
entity. And I think Empire did the same thing in a much yeah. better way where it presents a twist and it's so monumental, it blows everyone's mind. Yeah. And now Star Wars has to live up to that. Yeah. It has to live yeah, up I mean, to those moments. It and also, that's why Empire yeah, is... It defines the whole yes. saga because now you have this... It's the Skywalker saga. Right. And yeah. so that's After why they... And that's why they make Leia sister because then they think to themselves there has to be like this royal bloodline right. that only these Skywalkers and then, then these offshoots like Obi-Wan and Yoda can be Jedi, which is totally why agree. then they do that bullshit to Rey. They set up questions about who's raised parents in Force Awakens, and then they don't have an answer, so they just don't answer it. Yeah, in fact, right. they, they, say they that give she, you an they answer. They do answer, but I don't even know if it's true. It's and ridiculous. Like, and it's, it's ridiculous. And they're junk people. They junked you. Sold you for junk. Yeah, it's all junk. Sold you for junk. Junk. The way he says it, it's like so like matter of fact. Yeah, he's just like, you're junk. Yeah. They yeah, junked you. I, and Empire <laughs> fucked the rest of the franchise with, with that twist. I, I agree. True. I think like that's the lasting legacy is just how iconic that cliffhanger was mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. And Nick is right. Like one of the most famous lines and quoted lines ever. Um, you know, for me, it's a seven because there are certain scenes that just will always be in my mind. You know, it's, it's considered one of the best movies ever made because of how original and like creative and fun it is. But like, I will always think about the Hoth battle. Yeah. Like I, I just, it just so stays good. in my mind. It's so cool. And for me, I, you know, I've had dreams where I'm like Luke and I'm training with a Yoda on my back, like flipping through trees and dude, I want that. I'm also like obsessed with telekinesis. So it would be awesome yeah, to have the that'd force. That'd be dope. It's a good power. Uh, so that's a seven from both of us. Let's finish it off with last Jedi, uh, legacy. What did you give it? I gave it, a three. I gave it a three. <laughs> I. What did you give it? A seven. No, are you joking? No, for real. I have my reasons. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, I'll quickly just say, yeah, I think that it's just the most... The thing is, it's the most divisive Star Wars movie ever. There are a lot of people that will defend it. I'm sure that we have listeners that actually really love The Last Jedi, and they're confused why people hate it. So... It has. It's always going to be part of a conversation, yeah. and certain things that he took, like narrative risks that he took, are going to live on now because they have to. And J.J. Abrams has to keep some of those unless he wants his to like erase this. So it's not really going to be erased. Um, I mean, it's just not that good, and it's easy to forget, and and it's really hateable. But it's not like. It just has to exist forever. And I think if anything, we're just I just saw on Twitter recently that the conversation <laughs> that the conversation came back. Like people are like, why don't people like The Last Jedi? And other people are like, hey, uh, today is a really perfect opportunity to remind you guys that Last Jedi is a hunk of shit. <laughs> and I love that person, whoever that is. Mm -hmm. uh, I just the it just was like. Also, it has that ending where it's like Luke, it's supposed to be Luke Skywalker's legacy. That's why the next movie is called The Rise of Skywalker for whatever fucking reason. Um, and it has that moment at the end where he's like inspired people and there's like that kid picks up the broomstick and he has a Jedi ring. I don't know where the hell he got that. Maybe he was one of the Academy people. For No, it's the it's the rebel ring. The, yeah. she, she leaves oh, it. Oh, right, right. She um, leaves it. And so there's like hope for that. Face? It just felt like an Oliver Twist type ending. And I was like, fuck this Is movie. Is it because of the orphans? Yeah. 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 Um, everything you said is why I gave it a seven. Because it, it has so to exist. It has to exist. Line. 
it ha- it, yeah. it's always going to be talked about. It'll be talked about in the same way Empire is talked about only in reverse. And that's how the movie itself present, pre- is presented. It's Empire in reverse, like how Nick said. And people will say how great Empire Strikes Back is. It's their favorite Star Wars movie. And then on the flip side, The Last Jedi is the worst. And even if you like it, because there are some... I like, uh, I like fucking Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is bad. Revenge of the Sith is so terrible you're but either with is, me or you're my enemy but it's so <laughs> fun to watch it's over anakin i have the high ground so it, yeah so if you think if you it I is used a to quote that with my roommates uh, oh. my first year in boston we would shout at the top of our lungs all the lines from that but like in ridiculous ways you mean the way that they do it only a sith deals in absolutes anakin <laughs> You turned her against me, <laughs> dude. God, he's yeah, the best. Okay. Hayden yeah. Christensen is the best. Yeah. So I, yeah, the Last Jedi will have its fans, but it's split down the middle. Yeah. Critics think it's one of the greatest Star Wars movies to ever be told in the totally. history of time and space, and Star Wars fans hate it because it ruins their childhood. And regular people either like it because it was a fun to look at, or they hate it because the narrative doesn't make any sense. And I'm. <laughs> And I'm I'm in that camp of like as a Star Wars fan, it's trash. But is it trash enough to hate it and lump it into some of the worst Star Wars movies of all time? No, I don't think it hurt. I don't think it kills my my enjoyment of Star Wars. Totally. Uh, as a movie fan, it's a bad movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. It's it doesn't make any sense, and it tries too hard not to be something. Yeah. Instead of trying to be something, so the legacy point. will live on. People will constantly be talking about it. It's a fucking seven. It ain't going anywhere. Do you have any final points, Nick? Before we wrap this up, thank you, Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, porgs are really cute. Oh. Porgs are cute. Porgs, are yeah, they super are cute, but like fucking cute. You I know guess who, those will exist forever. Whatever, dude. Porgs you, are good. You know who's cuter? Little baby uh, Yoda. Yoda, baby Yoda, baby is Yoda. Yeah. little baby Yoda. Well, that's a spoiler. We won't tell you what it's a spoiler of, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, let's add it up. Uh, do you guys know what your total score? Oh, is I didn't do the. I didn't do the. I adding. can math. Okay. Uh, my uh, for LJ, the Last Jedi. Um, my scores add up to a twenty-one, and for ESB, The Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Um, it adds up to a thirty-one. Yeah, I'm a. 30 out of 35 for Empire. Uh, you know, probably would still would give it like a 95 out of 100 if I had to right. rate it. Uh, and then The Last Jedi, um, slightly below you. I'm 19 out of 35. You know, I really hate the movie, but like I have to give it credit where credit's due. And I think Kane uh, made a lot of points that could have maybe made it a higher score. Um but yeah, what did you give it, Kane? Uh, well, The Empire Strikes Back is a 34. A hot, Out of 35. A hot 34. Wow, that's impressive. I don't think we've ever had that. I love it. That's in- incredible. And The Last Jedi gets a hot 19. 19, both yeah. of us. Nice. And Nick with a 21. So very close. It's because of the porgs. Let's, uh, fucking we're, adorable ass We've been gone for a while, but let's very quickly talk about your MVP for both these movies. Oh, by the way, they add up to uh, the total for... Uh, Empire's 95 from the three of us. Okay, out of... Uh, 105. Five. Yeah. That's good. And, That's great. Uh, it's 52 for uh, 52 out of 105. Yeah. yeah. 
fuck that movie. Ha ha. Uh, do you guys have like an MVP of both of the movies? Porks. Like who won them? Next. Okay. <laughs> I think Boba technically is the MVP because he's in eight minutes of The Empire Strikes Back. No, he's in like three minutes of The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> And now there's a show like based off of people's obsession with him as a man. It's so funny his uh, his like jetpack backpack in in Empire looks so shitty. It doesn't yeah. really watch it. Looks yeah. really dirty, bad. dirty bounty hunter. I would say Vader is my MVP. Boom. He's yeah. he's pretty Such a good villain. He's so fucking great, and he's so just devious and shitty. Yeah, he yeah. really comes through in this movie. Oh, he's a motherfucker. Yeah, and then the MVP is uh, Kylo. For Last Jedi. Yeah. He's really good. Even yeah, when he's great. shirt off he's and really his big great. nipples. He's a hunk, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys have an LVP for either of these? Uh, reptile Finn. nipples. Finn. Ryan Johnson. Finn. Ryan yeah. Johnson ruined something that was like amazing to me. Like my most hyped movie franchise type thing. Every time a Star Wars trailer came out, I even did a reenactment of the the <laughs> first trailer. It's ridiculous. I have to show you it. It's so dumb. You can't uh, see much in it. It's very dark. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Johnson ruined that for me. Mm. And like, I'm, I'm obviously excited for the rise of Skywalker, but I'm not even hyping it anymore because I'm so mad at the stuff he did. Yeah. I don't, I don't expect much from it. I, I don't, don't either. I don't really care that much. Uh, Do I, I hope it's good, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I just, I just hope it's good. I hope it, it, it does something fun. I'm going in with the absolute lowest expectations. That's a smart I don't really, idea. Yeah, that's I don't care about satisfied. Force either. I don't care about Force Awakens. Would you stay in the light or go to the dark side? Dark side. Same. There's so, you have so many more powers. Yeah. You have so many more options. Yeah. I mean, Plus I feel girls. like you could access... <laughs> 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 I feel like you could access cool powers on the light side, though. Like, no, why can't they shoot all of them. Because is lightning dark side exclusive? Yeah. I think so. And it's also like but the why? darts can't even do it. Only the emperor and the and the supreme leader can do it. The light side shoots snow. But it's like that <laughs> yeah, snowflake. Where you can see each individual snowflake. Confetti. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, who, okay, well we actually uh, already kind of answered this. You have like a best scene? You like favorite scene? Um my favorite scene is for Empire, I would guess is the battle of. Actually, you know what the the Vader Luke saber fight oh, is yeah. boss. And so yeah, cool. it's actually really pretty good. It holds yeah. up. It holds well, up actually because better the, than I remember. The Obi Wan one does not hold. No, up. he like poked it. Obi Wan. <laughs> Obi Wan doesn't look as though he really remembers. Yeah, I really like the way that uh, that uh, Kylo Ren holds his lightsaber, his like style. Because every yep. Star Wars character kind of has their own style after every like lightsaber user after empire he's got his own little style where he like points the point of the saber at the it's cool oh yeah, yeah. that's very cool sick. the throne room scene is my mvp scene oh it's or so my favorite cool scene. it's one of my favorite star wars scenes although great... when you rewatch it it's like those guys barely they looked cool but they barely put up a fight there's only one moment where kylo looks like he's about oh, they to do die. that cool like when thing like, where they're yeah. yeah 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 where he's like roping they're very him in. forearm heavy their fighting style is very uh like bash brothers i guess heavy. we don't really Mark need to McGuire. do worse scene because i think we all mentioned like the scenes that we hated i do want to point out that the bb-8 inside of uh atst or whatever the chicken walker uh it's called an atst i armed, know but the chicken walkers all-terrain uh, Small so dumb. I he's like the biggest hero in it, and it, he's a fucking robot. Like I would say, Phasma 
Finn fight. Oh my is god, garbage! When yeah. he goes, when Finn's like, "Let's go, Chrome Dome," oh and then god. I was like, "How did that get past the writing room?" And then when he's standing above her and he just goes, "Hey," and then like knocks her in the face, dude. And then she fell into the fire, and then you think to yourself. Okay, so she's dead, right? She's dead forever. Yeah. If I see Captain Phasma in uh, the next one, then I'm uh, I'm out. I'm She'll be back, be but her I think it's her left eye. Will you be burnt. were always scum, rebel scum. Oh my Ew. god, that line is so bad. Oh, dude. hee. blow that piece of junk out of the sky. What, <laughs> <laughs> dude? That movie is so poorly written. All right, so. Uh, we're closing out on mm. that. Thank you guys yeah. for uh, talking about those episodes. Very nerdy episode. And uh, mm-hmm. you actually got some of my anger out. So yes. this is good. Um, we were just on Well Actually, mm-hmm. uh, which is a podcast for nerds who think that they know everybody, uh, everything. And everybody. And everybody. And every, yeah. uh, it's, it's one of those that walks down the street <laughs> like Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yep. It's just pointing. Yep. Different people, and he does the little spin in the jazz club. Yeah, Uh, so that that show is hosted by Kane Holloway and Uh Holly Annabelle Brown, two great comedians in the area. Um, I've been on it. Uh, We just had Nick on it as the expert for Back to the Future. So Mm -hmm. if you want to go listen to that, mildly disappointed with my score. Yeah, he did well, but uh, yeah, I I, you guys should go and uh, subscribe to their podcast, leave them a rate and a review. Um, tell your friends about it. It's it's really good, especially if you like like nerding out on certain things. Yeah. And they, you know, it's not specific to anything. You know, I, you you guys did like a Smashing Pumpkins episode, which yeah. is like I couldn't name you one song by Smashing Pumpkins. But we did change some hearts and minds in that episode. Yeah, yeah. I did listen to them a little bit afterwards. Yeah. There's that acoustic um, cover Billy Corgan does on the streets of New York that I showed you. It's oh, actually really right. annoying upon a rewatch. That's true. It's ACDC. Uh, so go, it's uh, your Instagram, it's at wellactuallypod. Wellactuallypod, yeah. And Kane Holloway is at Kane Holloway. Kane. He has a com, oh, Kane underscore Holloway. No, 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 K-A-N-E-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y. That's my how you Very spell cool. my name, Kane Holloway. Most people spell it with a C. Mm. Some people spell Holloway, H-A. It's K-A-N-E-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y, all one word, at Instagram. Yeah, and uh, you should check out his comedy album. It's on Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. Called uh, Can't See Straight. Can't See Straight. I was dad. there. It was very, very funny. Thank you. Uh, there was one part that made me almost spit up my drink. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. And um, we would love to have Kane on future episodes. You guys should let us know what you gave for ratings for this one. Send me an email. I Honestly, send an email to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I read all the emails. Uh, it, you could say whatever you want and just let us know what you think about these movies, especially if you really like The Last Jedi and you think that we unfairly rated it. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram. We're at uh, or we're Instagram.com slash facing off pod. We're on Twitter as well. If you have a Twitter, it's at facing off pod. Uh, our next week's episode is going to be a quiet place versus Bird box. Ooh. I like to call it turd box. Finally. Yeah, we're actually going to do that. Uh, yeah, next are we going to rewatch Bird Box together? Can we watch we it ha- together? Yeah, yeah, okay, we have to. Good. I, I don't want to do that by myself. I'm going to watch Bird Box just because I've never seen it so I can enjoy. Oh, that's right. You had only seen part of it. No, I haven't seen any of it. I, I was going to watch it and then you came on and you were like, it's garbage. It's so bad. And so I just, was, I just thought I'd listen to Gabe yell about it instead. <laughs> 
it was like, it's yeah, like half so my life. Go and watch those. Uh, we got a lot of good episodes coming up, and we're going to have Kane on again, and we have some other guests that will be coming on soon. Uh-huh. Nick, any lasting thoughts or a send-off? Hmm. I'm going to send it off. Oh, man. I just want to say, again, I know I've talked a lot about it, but um, just just don't don't have any more movies with reptile nipples. No, yeah. more, no more green milk, Star Wars. Sea lion reptiles. Like, if you're listening to this, whoever's making, whoever has, I mean, I know it's already been made, but just no more. Yeah. No more nipples. No more. Kane, you got a send-off? Yeah. Like a quote or something from I this? Do. Yeah, let's hear it. Guys, there is no try. <laughs> only only do. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> only oh shit. Only oh shit. Yeah. There is no try, only I fuck, I dropped my phone in the swamp. Yep. And I'm going to leave you guys with my impression of Luke's aunt Baru. <laughs> Luke Luke <laughs> What? <laughs> I was gonna go on and but I was going to go to the Tashi station to pick up power converters. <laughs> <laughs>